It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? This is the only fun Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how's it going on this cold winter afternoon? I don't know where that voice came from. Uh, I'm good. Uh, I don't know if maybe Mr. Wind was term limited uh, in Chicago because he seems to have made his way to, to West Michigan. So yeah. very windy here. We actually got a new mayor a few months ago. I don't know if you heard. It's actually Mr. Cold now. Mr. Wind's brother. Weird that they don't have the same <laughs> last name. <laughs> it's like the, they're the new dailies. Yeah. The cold and the wind. Um, I'm sorry to hear about the wind, uh, but welcome to it. I often do say Grand Rapids is the Chicago of Michigan, uh, so it makes sense that Mr. Wind is over there now. And what's the temperature over there? Uh, it is... Great question, Jake. This is a competition. Whoever has the lower temperature wins. I uh, think you're going to win this one. That's right. It is 12 degrees. Mm. What's your feels like over there? Negative 26. Oh, but you got me beat. It's negative five here is the feels like. Our real life temperature is negative four. We love the winter. Pretty bad. (laughs) Winter's good and everybody loves it. Um, And that's what we're dealing with now. You know, makes me think back to um, a little era Called October of 2007. Thomas, did you watch Survivor China last night? Jake, I certainly did. This week's episode was called I Lost Two Hands and Possibly a Shoulder. Kind of long. Kind of long for an episode title, Jeff. I, I liked it, but yeah, a little long. Aired on I think a, you could say like and possibly a shoulder could have been the title of it or just even possibly a shoulder would be good yeah and you will know us by the trail of two hands and possibly a shoulder perfect uh the uh aired first October 4th 2007 how old would you have been on that date Thomas October 4th 2007 man I would have been 16 years old I, sweet 16 I too Tonga would have also been 14 years old, 16 years old. I got confused, all these numbers in front of my head, you know. What was the number one movie this weekend, October 4th, 2007? Um, We we were, here's a hint. If you can't get it off off, um, the date alone, I'll give you a hint. October 4th, 2007. Think back to when we were 16 years old, going to the movies every weekend. Mom, Dad, can I have $20 to go see a movie? I want to go see the number one movie this weekend. I love films. Uh, man, it's just really tough. It's really it's tough. tough to... Cause Would you say it's hard? It is hard. I can't get it just what from the day. What, what was the hint that you were going to give me? Well, we discussed a little event coming up shortly, and this person is rumored to be in such an event. Made an appearance on WWE television recently, and everybody said, holy shit. It's actually here. Oh, is it a movie that The Rock is in? He is. Finally, The Rock has returned to the number one movie in the box office this week, as has Kira Sedgwick in a movie called... 
Yeah. Kira Sedgwick. Uh huh. And the, the closer. Rock. TV's the closer. What is the rock and with the close? Is it like Tooth Fairy? It's similar to the Tooth Fairy in that I forgot it wasn't the Tooth Fairy until this very moment. The movie is called The Game Plan. Okay. I, I remember the title of this movie. I don't really remember anything else about it. Uh, the poster, I think, is of The Rock, and he's wearing a football outfit and looking confused. Football outfit? A football uniform. Do they call him outfits? Doesn't he football? have to, like, watch a kid? Doesn't, isn't that what it is? I thought that was the babysitter. There were a lot of movies like this in this era. Yeah. Him and Vin Diesel had competing ones, because that was what The Pacifier was also about. And didn't Larry the Cable Guy also have a movie similar to that? Uh, yeah, I think so. God, the mid-2000s, what a time. Uh, speaking of the mid-2000s, on the Fei Long tribe, Jean Robert is creeping everyone out in the shelter. What do you think of Jean Robert? Uh, not a huge fan. This episode in particular, not a great Jean Robert episode. James and Amanda catch a crab. Courtney suggests making a stock with the crab so they can stretch out the flavor and mix it with the rice later on. This smart. Like this is, good she works idea. in a restaurant, right? Yeah, she's a waitress. Yeah, that's smart, right? It's like, yeah, that is a good, it's a good way to add some flavor to, uh, to the Brand rice. Rice, yeah. Uh, James is the only one who read a survival book before coming out and feels like Crocodile Dundee. Nothing new, but James is the best. We love James. We, we like James over here. Do you know what happens with James this season? You've already asked me this. I know that he's involved in like a bad play. I just don't remember what the, uh, the play itself actually was. Um, yeah, they, they put on a performance of 12 Angry Men. I don't know. Was that a good joke? It was the first play I could think of. He was oh, in okay. a I performance thought- of Equus. There was a second there where I didn't realize that's what you were doing with it. And I was like, oh, is it like when they did the morning show? <laughs> that was so good. Bring back the on, morning uh, Marquesas. show. That was Marquesas, right? Bring back, <laughs> bring back the morning show on Apple TV. Everybody's watching and talking about it. Okay, so over on Zon, who Dave continues to work and they tell him that he's going to tire himself out, but he doesn't want to hear it. He says, if the camp isn't right, then they'll fail at the challenges. And you can't argue with that because they have failed at every challenge so far. So you've like, I was thinking about this with this whole segment of it. Like you've definitely worked with someone like, like Dave before. Right. Cause I know oh, I have. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, he is like, well, he's doing the job and he's like pretty good at it, but he's like a control freak and he can't just like leave people alone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just let people chill, you know? Let people work as they want to work. A, there's a balance. I mean, like, there's you, sometimes everybody needs to, like, actually work. You know, like, there's, there's times where everybody needs to be locked in, but it doesn't need to be all the time. Does it bother you that no one wants to work anymore? I've Look, you know who it should bother? Jeff. But Jeff is just taking it easy on everybody now. Mm-hmm, Jeff should mm-hmm. be talking about how everyone's quiet quitting all the time, and instead he just lets them do it now, and he doesn't yell at them. They weren't even quiet quitting. They were very loud quitting. Oh, I want to go home and vape and smoke vape and uh, vape with my husband. Like, quit vaping, start I want surviving. To go vape. I want to vape with my husband and cry. I want to go cry. <laughs> what are you saying it? I want to cry and vape. It's all I'm interested in doing. I'm addicted in doing. to nicotine. 
I'm addicted to crying and vaping. Uh, they, uh, at this reward challenge, have to fight on a, I guess, a catamaran over some water. Uh, this challenge ruled. I love this challenge, and yes. I like any physical challenge like this. Okay, this was this was cool. Yeah, I did did they do this? Well, and uh, I know that they'll do periodically challenges like this, but I feel like the way that this one went, it was both good television, and I wonder if they were like, we can't ever do that again, <laughs> based on how, because that must have been like a huge pain in the ass to edit for a number of reasons. Um, I feel like they've done. A similar challenge like this uh, in other seasons around this era, but it, it does feel like it's been a long time since we had anything like this. Also, with the team composition for this one, it was like, maybe this is a bad idea from a competitive standpoint to have a challenge like this. Yes, it seems like an unfair advantage to have James on your team in any physical challenge like this. That that man is a foot taller and a hundred pounds heavier than anybody else on the island. I was getting annoyed that they weren't doing the big show. Uh, speaking of Royal Rumble, we mm. were talking about earlier because it's coming mm. up. You know, whenever the big show or another big guy comes in, they're like, "It's impossible to eliminate him. How would you yeah. even do it? He's too big." Like they should do that's the thing where like three do. guys try and dump him out. Well, that's what they tried to do, but they were unsuccessful. I thought it was very funny that they did get rid of the wrestler the day before a wrestling challenge. Yeah, that is pretty funny. Don't you think Ashley would have been helpful in this challenge? Yeah, I think Ashley Ashley definitely would have been because she, like, strength trains and stuff. But at the same time, like, Ashley is not, like, a power lifter. This is not like having Rhea Ripley in the challenge. Yeah, but it's not all about power lifting. It's all about um, grappling and um, doing it on the mat, you know? FTR yeah, I mean, Daniel Bryan. No, well, yeah, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think that Ashley Massaro, uh, RIP, was, was known for her mat work. That was from the era where they, they hired a lot of models, so they, would, they weren't, like, known for their in-ring prowess. Some were better than mm. others, but... Well, they all would have been... She would have been better than a lot of these people, I think. Um, she would have been better than Courtney, who sat out, so... Yeah, Courtney and Todd sit out. And they call themselves the Munchkins, apparently. What did you think of that? I'm into it. I like the Courtney-Todd alliance. Yeah, me too. Two of the best to ever play the game, in my opinion. Um, Sharia wrapped up Denise's ankles and then did like a crocodile roll into the water, sacrificing herself, but it does win the game for uh, Zan Hu. Who kidnapped Leslie? Kidnapping. Big in China. Survivor time. I don't, I don't know what I was going to say. I don't know that you want to say that. I am disavowing uh, what my co-host has just said. <laughs> a lot of kidnapping happens all over Finally, the world, some hot know? takes that aren't from me. <laughs> I'm not wrong to say that kidnapping happens. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> Adam, I'm not China. saying it happens all the time. I'm just saying it was big on this season of Survivor. <laughs> Anzan, who Leslie is welcomed by everyone and everybody is nice. And then, oh, we didn't even talk about um, David getting naked in the challenge. What did you know? We didn't. Oh, my God. I'm so glad that you brought it up because this was this featured some of the best Jeff commentary of all time. (laughs) Yes. Uh, What? Can you remind us what Jeff said in this moment? He at one point he just said, uh, David. Like, uh, after he was naked, I think he was like crawling up or taunting or something. He was just like, it's all rather odd. 
And then uh, they, the, when he went back out for the next time, he just went, David, still naked. Still naked, yeah. That was very funny. Um, I, I liked what he said. That's either going to be a great strategy or a detriment. I, here's my take. If somebody gets naked at you in a challenge to, like, I don't know, taunt you or whatever, everybody else should get naked also. Like, okay. We all have I, you, fucking This is the most you answer to anything of all time. What this would happen po- and you'd be like, I guess we all have to get naked now. No, I'm, not, I'm just saying like, okay, you're going to like make force us to like accidentally touch your dick. You're going to accidentally touch my dick too. Like, what are we, gay? Get out of here. <laughs> but maybe. You, you're trying to touch me? You got to try to touch you too. I don't know what I'm trying to say. But like, <laughs> this is, you, this, you are describing a personal fantasy right now. <laughs> Look, if somebody gets naked, I think I guess if I have to, I will. Look, what I'm saying is, have you ever seen the movie Eyes Wide Shut? It's like that, but on Survivor. (laughs) Look, Jake, this pod is making you aggressive. (laughs) Uh, That's so funny. Um, Leslie is welcomed by everybody, and then Dave makes a joke about his drawers. Um, Unnecessary, Dave. Don't do that again. Yeah, that's he doesn't, does he? Uh, this was his last mm. joke about his drawers of the season. You told your last joke about your drawers. Uh, they go swimming in their pond, and Leslie gossips about her tribe. Leslie said her faith is everything, but earlier she said she's not a religious person, despite working with Jesus Christ on the radio. Yeah, that seemed impossible, so I don't know what she was going for the first time. This seemed more in line with her and her job. Yeah. Over on Faye Long, James talks shit about Leslie. (laughs) I love this line from James. The people who pray the most sin the most. (laughs) That was funny. Yeah, I did think so, too. Um, He and Jean Robert talk shit about Courtney and Todd the Munchkins. John Robert says, the only thing better than a million dollars is a million dollars and some ass. Why don't you get naked then at the challenge, Jean Robert? Yeah, this didn't, this kind of seemed to me, because like, one, I don't think James is really talking shit about Courtney. Like, he tried no. to make a point to be like, well, she does stuff around camp. And uh, I also think that like, he seemed uncomfortable uh, he really at the end did. of this conversation. Jean Robert was really pushing in with that. It's like, I don't think he's into this the way you are, Jean Robert. Um, it's like clearly like this is what Jean Robert wants, but he's putting it on James, so it seems more fun and and. Silly. I think we've both been in conversations like this before, where you're like, "I don't like this, but I'm just gonna try and gut it out and get out of this conversation." <laughs> who are you? Who are you talking about? <laughs> uh, the Munchkins overhear this conversation and are appropriately offended by it. Todd comes to Courtney's defense because they're the best of friends. Love this alliance. Big, yeah. big on it. I love, uh, yeah, look, big Courtney fan. Uh, Todd is a good player, and I love his evil vibes. So I'm, <laughs> I'm a big fan of, of, uh, of both of these two. Back over on Zon, who Leslie gives Jamie the clue to the idol? I don't know. I know we keep talking about how big kidnapping is, but I feel like anytime they do this, it gets kind of... <laughs> Boring the second or third time They're like oh now I'm going to give you the clue Now I'm going to give you the clue And then it's just like that's yeah, what all the focus is on It's solid strategy but it's not very interesting 
Yeah. I know we love kidnapping around here, and it's so big. The world's number one kidnapping podcast. Kidnapping is so hot right now. <laughs> At the immunity challenge, they have to chop down some discs, stack them on a puzzle pole, and then drag the puzzle pole across the finish line. Fun challenge. Really You're missing a challenge. huge portion of this. This fucking ruled because they had a fucking sword and they got to slash ropes on it. And when yeah. they did, the editing would do like a crazy slow-mo. <laughs> it would, and it's not even really slow-mo. It, it would just be like an isolated shot of them. Yeah, it was just a freeze frame of whenever they would make contact with the rope. And then they would like cut back half a second so you could see them in real time slicing through the rope. It was, like, it was like a very late 90s, early 2000s. Like, it felt like something, a shot that would be in, like, a Tony Scott movie. It fucking ruled. What movies has Tony Scott made? And this is a segment called Tom's IMDb Corner. Uh, Tony Scott did um, the original Top Gun. He did um, Man on Fire. He did the the movie. He worked with Denzel a fair amount. He did the movie Deja Vu with Denzel as well, mm. and uh, the Taking of Pelham One Two Three remake. I feel like there's a big movie of his. Oh, he did uh, True Romance, which is uh, one of my favorite movies. Um, That's what uh, Elnerd. Elnerd. His name is Elnerd Schwarzenegger, right? No, uh, you're thinking of True Lies. That's a James Cameron movie. Um, True Romance is the. Uh, True Romance is the Christian Slater movie that's written by um, Quentin Tarantino, but not directed by him. Mm, and mm. it's, uh, yeah, it's got like um, Dennis Hopper and Christopher Walken and uh, Patricia Arquette. It's a very good movie. Uh, yeah, it's on the list of movies I've never Jimmy seen. Jimmy Gandolfini is in there. We love, oh, we love, love to him. see James Gandolfini and stuff. Um. Yeah, so he makes a lot of movies that I haven't seen but have been meaning to, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, he's a fun action director. Uh, even that. some of his, like, I think even his not best uh, movies are still pretty pretty good. I think he did that train movie with um, uh, the taking of Pelham Chris one, two, Pine. I think it's called Unstoppable. Oh, yeah, the one where the train is as big as the Chrysler building or something, right? Yeah, I got to watch that one because I do really like Chris Pine. So <laughs> that's, that's all I remember from that movie is them using that line constantly in the preview. This train is unstoppable. Yeah. Uh, at the immunity challenge, uh, it's really fun and everybody slices through the rope and it's really fun, except for Courtney uh, is unable to. And it's very sad. <laughs> Why did they make her go first? <laughs> Yeah, this is a bummer. I'm glad that she, you know what, though? She did persevere and figure it out, which I thought was nice. She sawed through the ropes. Yeah. She didn't give up. So I do appreciate that. But this was the challenge where I was like, look, big fan of Courtney. I've established that. I think that there is a certain level of like, maybe you should have tried to gain some weight for this. And maybe you should have like tried to get in. Because it's just like. There's certain stuff that you can get by with just endurance, but you need to have a certain level of strength to um, to not be a total liability in these challenges. I think Courtney gets a lot of slack for catches a lot of slack, whatever the phrase is, uh, for her body, and uh, it's unfortunate. And Jeff does ask some questions at the reunion that uh, we won't revisit, but uh, he should feel bad about. And he does. Does he ask her if she has it. an eating disorder? Because this seems like what would happen. Some something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I like you know we're not here to body shame or anything, but I was just surprised that she's a waitress and doesn't have like more upper body strength. 
Like, are you not constantly carrying plates around and stuff and trays? Yeah, she's pretty I short, too, the, though. I mean, you know, like, this the is the thing. is like, too. she's just small. Like, I, I, there, there's certain limitations, but I feel like, I, I guess I don't know what the turnaround is, like, how long you have before you know you're going to be on, so. Well, some but people it's like, 24 hours, but some people it's, you know, a few months. She's not that yeah, short. If you she's have a few months, seven. I think you. Oh, she is 5'7". Okay. Um, yeah, it's like, I think you probably need to at least try to train a little more if you've got the time to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That might just be, or you just deal with it when you're, you know, it's like, or you, you just accept the fact that you're going to be a liability and you might get voted off early. So, which I hope Um, doesn't happen. I like Courtney. I want her to stay on. Cool. I Googled Courtney Yates height, you know, um, and the sixth picture that comes up is from guess which website? Uh, what website is that? It starts with wiki. Is it Survivor Wiki? No, it's uh Oh, is it Wikifee? It is in fact Wikifee, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Thomas hates kidnapping but loves feet. If you go That's to Wikifeed, I think the website. main page is just a big picture of D. <laughs> oh, we haven't talked about that drama Survivor. that happened with D, by the way. Oh yeah, D uh D apparently fucked Darrell and everybody's mad about it, I guess. I don't really care what happens to these people in the outside world. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like uh Wendell has a problem in many relationships, so Yeah. He loves to sleep with survivor winners and I But you know what he also loves him. to do? Uh listen to this podcast and then win. So That's right. Judgment That's free right. Zone. If you had to guess, what do you think Courtney Yates feet have been rated <laughs> out of five stars uh i'm gonna say she gets three uh she gets three and then an additional two more beautiful feet five star feet let's go <laughs> but this is of course not survivor feety five this is survivor one five survivor china one of the best seasons of all time gotta close out all all these pervy courtney yates tabs i'm so sorry courtney <laughs> Um, do we say Zhang who won uh, this one already? Because uh, Courtney doesn't know how to swing a sword. Can you believe that? Yeah, they still like were kind of in it towards the end, though. So yeah, I think that, that should make you feel better, but probably makes you feel worse in that instance because it's like, well, if I could have figured this out earlier, we might have won, as opposed yeah. to like, hey, we still rallied. Uh, Courtney feels really bad, and her hands and shoulder are all fucked up. Jean Robert expects it to be one of the weakest girls. Who goes, uh, Leslie talks about being a Christian on the other tribe. They love Christians on the other tribe. Oh, my goodness. Are other religions on this show like, oh, my God. I guess no other religion has the representation that Christianity did at this point in American yeah, I mean, culture. They, I think that's just a U.S. thing, you yeah. know, where it's like because it is the dominant religion people are feel very comfortable talking about their faith. Whereas I, you know, it's like, you don't know how people are going to react sometimes if you're, you know, if you're Jewish or a Muslim or sure. Uh, you know, whatever I, I Buddhist, I think you might just get some annoying questions, but I don't think that there's any people. I, imagine, I think people maybe are less weird about that. I would love for somebody to go on this show and like get kidnapped because kidnapping is so big these days, you know, and then come back to their own tribe and be like, guys, guess what? I felt so at home over there. There were five lapsed Catholics over there. I felt right at home. 
Yeah, that would be the the lapsed Catholic tribe. That's the tribe I want to be on. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I haven't left the church. I just stopped going. Sean <laughs> uh, Robert is annoying. That's not a note. I'm just trying to, you know, get back to where we were. Uh, and I feel pretty confident that that's accurate. Aaron worries about Leslie making friends with the other tribe. Leslie, Courtney, and Todd agree to vote out Jean Robert. This I like. The less Jean Robert, the better, in my opinion. He then goes and convinces Amanda, and then Jean Robert makes a big speech to the rest of the tribe, targeting Leslie and Courtney. Who did you think would go at this point? Jean Robert, two names for one guy. Leslie and Courtney, two names for two I was, I was hoping it would be Jean Robert, but I did think it was going to be Leslie just because Dan was pushing it for whatever reason. I didn't understand the reasoning for this at all. Like, it doesn't matter if the other tribe knows stuff about you. Well, what about when it comes to the merge and you get with the other Christians? But, like, you're just going to, like, you talk to people then. Like, why do you need to get someone out now for that? This game is all about planning ahead. And also keeping your tribe strong, which is why they kept Courtney. Uh, Jean Robert continues to talk shit about Courtney and Leslie at tribal council. They all go to vote. Uh, nobody says anything important before that, I don't think. Do you remember any fun quotes from this tribal council? No, not really. The only thing I wrote down is from Courtney when she voted for Jean Robert. She said, I'm voting for you because when you snore at night, it sounds like someone's choking a walrus. Oh, okay, yeah, I do. I do remember that. Pretty good line from Courtney, uh, and a long list of good lines from Courtney. Leslie's voted out five to two over Jean Robert. Somebody wrote mom, so they basically voted out their mom. Can you believe That's, that? Yeah, unbelievable that these people would do that. Um, yeah, I was disappointed. Uh, one, just because I don't like Jean Robert and I wanted him out, but although we wouldn't have gotten a very interesting moment from him in this next episode if he'd been voted out, but also like. Leslie, I didn't really get the reasoning to vote Leslie out, and she seemed nice. So, like, why? What's the point? Well, you have to understand, Thomas, in America, there's actually a big attack on Christians. People hate Christianity and are constantly being victimized Christians. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not even good. I'm not even willing to do the, like, I don't even want to joke about that with her because, like, she seemed nice. I don't know. I mean, she's a little (laughs) annoying about being Christian, but it could have been a lot worse. What did you think of the second episode we watched this week's title? It was Ride the Workhorse Till the Tail Falls Off. It's another long one. Yeah, these are too long. Need an editor. Yeah. Um, Jeff, give me a call. I'll edit your episode titles from 16 years ago. What year is it? 17 years ago. This first aired October 11th, 2007. How old were you? 16 years old. Me too. What was the number one movie of the weekend this weekend? October 11, 2007. I'm going to guess it wasn't the game plan. Nope. The game plan was done. A new movie this uh, week. Seven pounds. Um, incorrect. Guess again, and I'll give you a hint. It's a question. It's a question. And it has a sequel a number of years later. I did not look that up. Five words, one question. And a question I may be asking myself in approximately six months. Is that a good hint? Oh, is it why did I get married? 
Indeed it is, directed by our friend Tyler Perry from Survivor. Um, you remember the show Survivor? Yeah, was, what about, was Tyler Perry on there? No, he's just a big fan. Oh, he is, um, okay. Yeah, he's influenced Jeff uh, on a number of occasions to change the game up. Uh, and the two things I can think of were both bad decisions. People who know, know. People Tyler who don't, Perry, don't need to care. Get out of get out of the kitchen. Too many cooks in there. Yeah, go back to making movies about married people. Um, it's our time now. Our time is now. It's our time to Your make time. movies called "Damn, Why Did I Get Married?" and also uh, to influence Jeff. At Feilong, John Robert is self congratulatory back at camp. John Robert, the most annoying person who's ever been on the show. I really disagree. Uh, no, but he's definitely one of the... Mo- he's the most annoying por- person on this season, that's for sure. But he's definitely one of the more annoying people I've seen on here. Have we already talked about doing a simulated season of most annoying versus least annoying on Survivor in all of history? Uh, I think it's a good idea. I support it. Yeah. Uh, Courtney asks him nicely to not yell at her. And could you believe he was defensive about it, actually? Love this relationship. So funny. Over on Zon, who they got mold on their rice. Um, you know, happens to the best of us. I don't know. Dave and Sharia getting in an argument about some shells. Stupid. I hate Dave so much. Like, yeah, Dave sucks. <laughs> Dave is the genre bear of Jean Who, it seems. Yeah, Frosty. I think he at least, like, does stuff. But he's he does stuff in the most annoying way possible. Jean Robert does stuff. No, but he's doing it in, like, he's using poker mindset to lower people's expectations or whatever. <laughs> he's using that poker grind set. Uh, what does he do for a living? <laughs> I forgot. He never tells us. I don't know. I think he's just, like, a chill bro all the time. He's just a cool um, guy. Yeah. He's just naturally good at reading people. No reason. I've I've noticed in these last two episodes, Frosty is always talking to the men in a very calming way when they get a little too heated, and I appreciate it. Frosty yeah, Frosty's rules great. Also. Frosty is. There are a couple. He's one of the people on this season. Uh, the lunch lady is also like this, where it's just like you don't see them Denise. that much, but they, it's probably because they're chill. Like they just seem like chill, chill presences. Uh, yeah, in their in their respective camps. They then go to a night challenge. Very cool. Very fun. Night challenge is always good. We have to carry fire with big chopsticks to light fireworks. It represents your life. Also, very cool that they light off fireworks at the end of this. Yeah, perfect challenge. Uh, The winners get a visit from a local fisherman's family, and they also get to kidnap somebody, which is so big these days. People love kidnapping in 2007. The, uh, the... Jean Robert, just like knowing Mandarin, was like the one cool thing that he's done this entire. I was, I was like, oh, neat. Okay. So impressed. The worst guy you know made a great point. Uh, Fei Long wins the kidnapped Dave, and he's wildly obnoxious at camp, but he gives the clue to Todd. So I guess he's not all bad. That's all I got for that segment. Uh, but we're on Jean Hu. Without Dave, things are chill. But nobody wants to work anymore. Boo-hoo. Daddy Dave is gone, and now nobody wants to put the fire together or put the shelter together. Dave is good. 
Dave's my favorite guy. <laughs> no, yeah, he's, I mean, like, this is the thing with him where, like, he is annoying, but, like, he was doing a lot of work and he was, you know, motivating other people. He's just a control freak. Like, there's a way to yeah. do that without doing it the way that he does it. I think, though, if if he had, you know, if he never comes back to the camp, let's say a hypothetical situation there, <laughs> let's say he gets medevaced while he's been kidnapped. And, mm-hmm. uh, Med Dave. I, I think that they, you know, it's like people are relaxing because they don't have him being annoying about it. And I think after a day or two, people would start doing stuff. Yeah. Um, I know you were you were making your point, but did you hear me say Med Ave Vact? Uh, I didn't. That's uh, Med Dave Vact. That, that's why this. Dave. That's that's why this is an award winning podcast. Med Ave Vact. Yeah, I've got that award right here in my closet. It was Best Friends Academy Awards 2009. That's right. Two years after this aired. Um, oh, I know. I was going to say, I wonder what season was playing when we were seniors in high school. We'll get to it eventually. Uh, family shows up to the Fei Long beach or camp, I guess. They're not really on a beach anymore. And they show him how to fish. Jean Robert surprises everybody by knowing Mandarin, even himself. That was cool. We loved it. Um, do you, do you know any Mandarin or any other languages? Uh, I, it would be hard to construct sentences. That's always the toughest part, but like, I would be able to understand some French. Mm, mm-hmm. Uh, je tiens Pierre. Yeah, you know that's that not, that's not how you say that. I know what you meant there, but that's not how you pronounce that. What do you, how do you pronounce it, Mr. French? The, uh, je t'aime Paris. Which again, okay. like my 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 R's, I can't do that well. But better than you, that's the only uh, yardstick one? I gotta clear. Emily and Patty. Yeah, <laughs> <Is that laughs> <Netflix>? Italian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Emily was Italian. Did you not watch the show? Oh uh, yeah, apparently not. She travels to Paris for the winter. I don't know. Uh, wearing suits of armor at this immunity challenge, they have to toss meteor hammers to smash vases. Again, a perfect challenge. This was so fucking cool. Well, and also they did the fucking cool ass edit when they'd throw the the hammer where it would just like zoom in on it. Yeah. As it was going. Um, That was so cool. Jeffrey, Jeffrey, Jeffrey probes. This is why everybody says, hey, what if you travel around to different locations again? Because you can do interesting different stuff instead of the same like sets that you use every fucking season now would you agree similar to the puzzle being the great equalizer in survivor challenges fiji is the great equalizer in survivor seasons in that uh they've lost all individuality and fun yeah and they all run together yes i agree uh, Faye Long wins this really great challenge, and then over on Zan, who Dave mentions his slave driving ability. What a wild phrase to say out loud on national yeah, TV. Yeah, that's not. No need to do uh, that. Especially when you're feuding with a black woman on your track. Maybe don't bring that up. Maybe don't say that out loud. Uh, Sharia becomes a target because she doesn't work enough, but Dave is annoying, so who are they going to vote for? You know? Given every season of Survivor I've ever seen, I was certain Sharia was going at this point. And yeah, would make definitely. It like Sean Robert. Does seem like when push comes to shove, it's like, well, we'll just vote the black woman out. Yeah. Why? No um, reason. Don't worry about it. Yeah. 
Well, we got to keep the tribe strong, obviously. Okay, let's talk about these wildlife shots. We had a good number of fresh wildlife shots this week. We got a white heron, we got a snake, we got a beetle, a couple different beetles actually, a couple different birds, another snake, and that was all on Survivor, but then a little show called The Traders started this week as well, which is shot, I believe in Scotland, elk, bison, wolves, raven, and a peacock. Like, Jeff, The Traders is doing it. The traders do you think that they put the peacock in there because the show's on peacock? I do, and we asked that the first season, too, and I still agree that that's the reason. Did you know that any show that's uh, been played on Peacock is actually got a Peacock in, in at least one scene throughout the season? Uh, you ever watch Killing It? I have. Peacock's it's in good. Florida. I and recommended it, it to you. Uh, yes. I'm waiting for the third season. Is there going to be a third season? I hope so. Yeah. I would be surprised if not. It seems like it's gaining popularity. Uh, over on Survivor, though, we did get the Northern Pigtailed Macaque. These are those white little monkeys uh, uh, that we see running around. They have more light grayish brown fur that also extends from their face, like whiskers, but all around their face in what is called a crown. Uh, and where can they be found? I'm going to say probably in the bamboo forests of China. That is correct. Southwest China, as well as India and Thailand. Uh, how big are they? Uh, two feet. Hey, hit the nail on the head two out of two times. Two to two and a half feet. How much do they weigh? I'll say like uh, 12 pounds. Nine to 14 pounds. Very good. Okay. Uh, here's where it starts to get hard. Are they... Carnivorous, herbivorous, frugivorous. Uh, I'm going to say they are. Was I given all three options? Those are the three options. They're omnivorous. You're right. It is omnivorous, not herbivorous. You know, words are difficult. Uh, Do you want to try again? Since that wasn't an actual option. (laughs) I'm going to say they were omnivorous. Omnivorous is actually not an option. It's A, A, carnivorous, B, herbivorous, or three, frugivorous. Whatever the third, whatever the third one is that you said, frugivorous. Yeah, that's correct. Have you ever heard that word before? No, me neither. But it's really fun to say. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but I think it's so funny. Frugivorous. 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 I hate the way that that robot is saying it. (laughs) That's how it's pronounced. Frugivorous. Uh, What do they do if they run out of fruit? Oh, frugivorous Uh, means they they eat eat like bugs. Um, No, they um, try again. Try bigger. What's bigger than bugs? The birds. Bigger animals than birds. I don't know that there are bigger animals than birds. Um, That's a good point. Oh, what would they eat? 
other do they are they carnivorous at that point? Uh, yeah, they're not carnivorous. They are frugivorous, and I like that because it sounds like they're giving. <laughs> they're yeah. giving fruit. Um, uh, do you give up? I do. It's not, it's not what they eat. It's the action they take. Does that help? No. Where do they Where do they go to find food if they've run out of fruit? In oh, do they home? go fish? Um, I'll give it to you. They go into human settlements. Oh, they, and, so they eat like garbage. Yeah, probably. I didn't look too far into it, but I did read that. Uh, how many individuals can be found in a single group? Six. Well, I guess you're not wrong. The answer is up to 150. <laughs> hey, that's, and six is <laughs> that is between that one and 150. So, <laughs> which are bigger, boys or girls? Oh man, uh, probably boys. Correct. And do they live in a matriarchal or patriarchal society? It's the damn patriarchy. It's everywhere. It's a damn matriarchy, actually. The girls oh, rule. It is Boys the damn. Rule, girls it is rule. the damn matriarchy. That's what I meant to say. Just like yeah. in, just like in human civilization, <laughs> it's primates all over the place. Uh, which of the following diseases are these macaques thought to potentially be immune to? COVID nineteen, HIV, or AIDS? Uh, HIV, I'll say. No, unfortunately, um, they do get infected with HIV, but it has never evolved into AIDS. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. Uh, despite that, uh, where do you think they rank on the IUCN red list? I'm going to say they are threatened. Uh, tr- try worse. Are they? Are are you so mad about how near endangered they are? They are indeed very upset about how close to extinction they are, which is a step below endangered. You're correct. Critically endangered elite wrestlers and then extinct. Um, Haven't gotten any elite wrestlers on this segment yet, but that's all right. Remember when Dave mentioned his uh, slave driving abilities to the producer that was interviewing him? I've been trying to forget it, but yes. Well, in this tribal council, he refers to it as his leadership abilities. Those are different things, Davey. Uh, He says he has more practical ideas than anyone else. Remember when he yelled at Sharia for saying, move the good rice into something else? And she goes, okay, help me find something. He goes, no, I gave you the idea. Go do it. Cool, man. What a cool guy. So Sharia gets one vote from Dave, and Dave gets the rest of the votes, and we all cheered. They did something right. Yay! If only Faylong had done the same. Um, so what do you think of this season so far? We're about a third of the way through. Great. Love it. Yeah. Top Great tier. Great season. Now, we have a choice here, Thomas. Would you rather do a Quopes quiz right now or talk traders? Um, I would probably say Quope's quiz. So nasty that it's probably somewhat of a travesty having me. Then he told the people you can call me your majesty. I love my quote. You know I love my Quope's quizzes. Let's get into it then. Can you tell us the name of this week's Quope's quiz? Make a snack board to reveal your 100% career match. 
This is somehow related to the episodes we watched today, today right? Uh, Snacks, yeah, at, sure. At some point. Yeah. Uh, Claire Cleary, 1018, is a community contributor with 2,460 points. First, what type of cheese do you want? Oh, did you read their, um, their little summary, too? I can't pick only one cheese. I just can't. Uh, well, Don't then why are you me making me? My cheese. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no cheese for First, me. Who would say that? Oh, I thought that was your choice. I was like, what no. the fuck? <laughs> Mozzarella, brie, feta, manchego, gouda, cheddar, goat. No cheese for me. Can we just mix them all together? Yeah, there's. it's hard to, to pick just one here. Um, oh, my God. I do love goat cheese, so I'm going to say that. Goat cheese is delicious. I, man... All of them are tied for number one, honestly. And cheddar is like a fine sandwich cheese, I think. But I maybe cheese and crackers if you also have other options. Manchego, I think, is a perfect cheese. Goat cheese is delicious. Feta. This is for a board, feta. too, so. Oh, this is for a board. I forgot about that. Oh, did I ever tell you about this delicious brie I made for a family holiday party one year? I, like, wrapped a brie in some, like, croissant, you know, dough or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, was it, so it was, like, it, it was, a, was it a baked brie? Yeah, it was a baked brie, and then they, it was, like, raspberry jam inside the um, pastry part. It was yes. so good. I've had that. It's really good. Um, I'm going between brie and manchego. I gotta go manchego. I don't have it often enough, so in this fantasy, I will. What's the next question? Next, pick a protein. Ham, salami, hard-boiled eggs, prosciutto, salmon, shrimp, or chicken. Or nope. Uh, you hate protein. Uh, I'm going salami. I'm going to watch the movie Nope for my protein. Um, I'm going to say, I guess salmon. I don't know how you would eat it on a board. Not like that. That's like full slabs of salmon. I think it'd be like a smoked salmon. Yeah. Just like little salmon bites would be tasty. Smoked salmon bites. Um, okay, mine is being slow. What's the next question? Uh, uh, add, some add some fruit. fruit. Grapes, strawberries, mango. Some mango with some manchego. How about that? Blueberries, blackberries, pineapple, cherries. Hmm. Or no fruit. Hmm. I, for a board, I gotta go grapes. I'm going no fruit. They don't have raspberries on there, so fuck them. Wow, okay. Uh, what's the next one? Uh, now pick a vegetable. Maple glazed carrots, cucumbers, oh. tomatoes, broccoli, pickles, peppers, celery, or no. I'm going pickles. I'm, pickles is a good choice. I would pick peppers if I look because those are bell peppers it looks like I would pick that if we knew we were getting hummus in what a is this a fucking question. veggie tray like what are we doing here yeah I'm picking maple glazed carrots that sounds so tasty that does sound good but you know it would be better maple glazed sweet potatoes better than carrots mm, mm. pick a grain crackers Ritz crackers pretzels making me thirsty Chex Mix uh, Cheetos Skinny Pop Wheat Thins Oh, my God, Thomas. Here's a hilarious take I have. Does Wheat Things, does wheat things imply the existence of Wheat Thicks? Wheat Thicks? Yeah. It's funny. 
Um, and Triscuits or Nope. Or Nope. Um, I'm going to watch Nope again. I'm going to go... I mean, I wouldn't do Ritz crackers, but I'm gonna go crackers. Uh, why do they not have Crostini here? This is a this is a f- mm. this is not a fancy enough board for me. What's it? Um, this is a proletariat's cheese board. I want either that Obsidian's or I want one board. of those crackers that has like the little like uh, they're like thins and they have like a little bit of dried fruit in them. Come on, give me Thomas, some fancy um, stuff. What's the opposite of the bourgeoisie? The proletariat. <laughs> Okay, good. I, I was like, I don't know if I used the right word there, but yeah. yes. This is a cheese a, board for... This is a, a proletarian board cheese board. Yeah. Want some chips? Nacho cheese Doritos, Lay's potato chips. Puts, who Homemade puts chips, chips on a charcuterie board? It's a snack board, not a charcuterie board. It says Harvest charcuterie board chips. quiz in the fucking link in here. In the URL. In the URL. <laughs> but what is the title of the quiz? None of these things fit. If you had saw a board that had cheese, some sort of cured meat, you're like, okay, this makes sense. Yeah. Fruit. Yeah, that yeah that's on there sometimes. And then it was like, oh, we're just going to put like Cheetos on here also. That's, that'd be weird. Yeah, Cheetos, Cheetos is not a snack board dish, snack board snack, um, because the Cheetos, I don't want Cheetos dust on my cucumbers. Oh, you know what makes me feel more like an old white woman than anything? Is a good fucking cucumber sandwich. Oh, a cucumber sandwich and like a gin and tonic on a hot summer day. I can't follow you on that. I do love a gin and tonic and I would even put some cucumber in there. I am not. I will be dead and in the ground before I eat a cucumber sandwich. You are wrong, my friend. I'm serving cucumber sandwiches at your funeral. You're like one of those people that just like I'm here. Just tomatoes here. Just eat some tomatoes. I would eat a raw tomato. If it was uh, if it was nice and During fresh season. and juicy, yeah, that's a fun thing Slice to say up. when you're giving someone a, a a disappointing snack food. Is just be like, oh, they're in season. <laughs> you have this to you have to like them. In they're season, in season. Actually. Um, okay, we we need to finish these chips. Uh, b- barbecue pop chips, pop chips suck. No, thank you. Harvest cheddar sun chips, Ruffles cheddar sour cream, or Lay's sour cream and onion. Those last three knocking out of the park. I do already have some cheese. How about some though, fucking so variety here? Those onion. are like the same kind of chip, all three of them. What the fuck are you talking about? No. One is related to two, and two is related to three, but three and one are not related. They're all the people that eat those chips all eat those kind of chips. I'm not that kind of chip person. My point exactly. What kind of chip person are you? The one that calls them crisps? I'm, no, I'm a fucking. I like a spicy chip or like a salt and vinegar chip. Or maybe a barbecue chip. Some vinegar chip. They have homemade tortilla chips. Yeah, I'll I'll do that. I do love homemade tortilla chips. Oh, you're going to love this next one, Thomas. Yeah, just put some fucking candy on there. I don't know why they got so aggressive with the last question, but that is what they wrote. Put some fucking candy on your table, idiot. Peanut M&M's, Skittles, Sour Patch Kids, Chocolate, Trolley Sour Bite Crawlers, bad name, Twix, Kit Kat, none, thanks. I'm going Sour Patch Kids. Solid choice. I'm going to say chocolate. J- just chocolate, and okay. Yeah, I like chocolate. Just any kind of chocolate. Pick a bread, butter I roll. hate this person. <laughs> the person that made this... 
you can knows rank the quiz what they're the doing end, is wrong. Buttered rolls, sourdough bread, baguette, croissant, whole grain breadstick, ciabatta. Why are you putting a whole breadstick on your yeah? What the fuck? This is the most like none of these pieces fit together. I'm obviously picking croissant. I'm picking ciabatta. Oh yeah, just have ciabatta um, with nothing on it. You're not even not even a sandwich. I'm gonna put the manchego, and I'm gonna put uh, the salmon on it, and I'm gonna. Um, this also uh, maybe th- even add the chocolate. You're well, gonna run into a huge problem with this, which is like you're gonna make a huge sandwich out of all of the stuff on the board, and then everyone's gonna be pissed because it's all gonna be gone. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for inviting us. Oh, what happened to the snack board? Lastly, pick a dessert to enjoy after, you know? Oh, yeah, clearly we haven't eaten enough here. We already had candy. Cookies, Oreos, macarons, ice cream, key lime pie, chocolate cake. No, I got to go with that chocolate cake. It's like a full I don't understand. Chocolate cake just makes me feel tired every time I think about it. Um, I'm going cookies. Okay. You have a passion in the culinary arts that stems from your natural talent in mixing flavors. That's right. Everyone knows you for your cooking skills. Yes, chef. What did you get? Uh, Dentist. You want to work in medical, but in a field that's more gentle and personal. You're great at making people feel comfortable and at ease near you. That's nice. If I do do a good job at my job, maybe you'll, uh, maybe you'll get some new customers, too. That's right, yeah. We had a little little quid pro quo going on there. A little quiz pro quo. Uh, there's a, uh, a related quiz called Open a Diner and I'll Tell You Which Backyard Again You Are. Is that something you'd want to do in the future? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't know Whether who any of them are. <laughs> One looked like a blue bird of some sort. Whether you're in a long-term relationship or more of a serial dater, tell us your date night recipe that always does the job. That's not a quiz Okay. Um, do you your your date night recipe now? is the cool sandwich that you made on that ciabatta roll. <laughs> I would eat it 100%. I'd go get very high and then walk into the family function and be like, I'm going to make the most disastrous sandwich of all time and go, oh, this is so good. That's when my mom's just staring at me going, what are you talking about? You've got to try this Sour Patch and Manchego sandwich on Shibata. Yeah, the, I really think the Sour Patch and the Manchego, just very complimentary flavors there. I sliced up the green grapes like red tomatoes and put those on too. Added a tasty flavor. There's this great TikTok series um, that I'm just realizing this is a bit on called Roll for Sandwich, where the guy rolls a bunch of dye and um, each dice roll will give him a different ingredient for a sandwich. Bread, cheese, protein, roughage, dressing, maybe one other thing, too. It's a good series, and I'm pretty sure the guy is based in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Ever heard of it? No. You don't want to talk about the traders or not? Sure, fine. Let's go to Trader Joe. All that bad shit you eating is gonna take a toll. They got some healthy food for you and it's for the low. I like the Okay, so you were telling me that uh, you missed the text for me several days ago. No, I didn't miss the text. I didn't think we were gonna watch five episodes of TV for one episode of this. Well, sorry, I don't make the schedule. I'm not watching five. Ep- I will be dead and in the ground before I watch five episodes of TV for this. 
So you only watched one episode of The Traitors, is that correct? That is correct. I watched three I episodes watched... of TV. You better be people better be fucking grateful for this. Yeah. Thanks, Alan. I did watch three episodes of TV, but only two of them were not you. Um, I watched all three episodes. Ariel fell in love with the show, and we went back and started season one because she wanted to see the winner win. Because I did spoil it, and she said, I don't care. I want to see them win. Um, and it's it still holds up. I mean, I know it was only on a year ago, but it's so much fun. I love this show so much. You're giving it the you still got it chant when they're like a 39-year-old wrestler. (laughs) Uh, So you saw Alan coming. Uh, We need a title for this segment uh, within Trader Talk. I guess that segment is Trader Talk. Um, But sub-segment in which we talk about how Alan coming is constantly killing it with his outfits. You only saw one of these outfits this week, right? That's true. So you did have three in the premiere. It was the red coat with the black and white, or black and red scarf, yes? Yes. Yeah. Decent, but as you might expect, it gets better as the episodes go on. Um, okay, so we got to talk about Larsa Pippen, I, I guess. Yeah, her and uh, Michael Jordan's son are both uh, on this. Is that where they met? His name is not Michael Jordan's son. It's Marcus Jordan. He's a fashion entrepreneur. And no, they met when she babysat him as a child. He's a respected entrepreneur. You definitely have heard of him for reasons other than being Michael Jordan's son. Look, he's got that Jordan blood in him. He came to win. He's competitive. They're competitive. Uh, Larsa Pippen says she could hear Alan Cummings' jacket moving when he was picking the traders. Did you notice that Alan Cumming was picking up his sleeve at every person so he would make that same noise? He didn't do that for a season. You didn't, know, you didn't see? No, I, I, I wasn't really. I was more focused on who he was going to pick, so I wasn't paying super close attention. Mm. Um Yes. I will say, uh, I really appreciate when people early in the game uh, out themselves as being completely full of shit. Because it's just like, like there were a few people like that to start where I'm just like, oh, these, yeah, this is, these are people that are going to fuck this game up for everyone else and should not be taken seriously. Um, so our two traders are Dan from Big Brother. Yes, you saw this? I did. And Phaedra, you saw this? From uh, Real Housewives, correct? Real Housewives, yes. Uh, Have you found out the third traitor yet? I don't believe they've picked anyone just yet. Right, because they still have to murder somebody. It seemed like they were maybe going to pick Sandra. That's the vibe I'm getting. Also, Sandra has braces now. Sandra does have braces. Uh, She's going through a phase, and we support her. They do a swimming and puzzle challenge. This... Season, it just feels like they did the challenge. They're like, what if we do the challenge? But there's a murder mystery element. I'm going to make a controversial, this is probably not controversial, but I'm going to make a controversial statement. I don't think they should have challenges in this show. I don't see what the point of them is. I agree. I think it's just something for them to do. (laughs) Yeah, it's like they have time. Like, we got to fill some time. Yeah. So I I tend to not pay very close attention to the challenges. Yeah, I didn't even write down what happened in the challenge. It just says swimming plus puzzle challenge. There we go. Um, 
So you don't know who's getting murdered. You know who it's coming down to, though. You think Sandra? I think it seems like Sandra is going to be the other traitor pick. Mm. Um, who do you think will be the first two traitors first murder, though? Mm, I'm going to say maybe Larsa Pippen, because then they can uh, they can try and pin it on Parvati from there. Mm, mm-hmm. um, OK, so I won't tell you anything else that happens because you're behind. Um, I think they're only doing one episode a week moving forward, which is, you know, a lot more appropriate. Uh, do you think you'll watch uh, the next two and then the new one next week? Uh, I don't. We'll we'll see. Maybe. Okay. I'll, I'll let uh, you tune, know. Tune in next week for more Trader Talk. Best show uh, since Survivor 31, probably. It's a fun watch. Uh, it's a fun watch. We do enjoy it. What's your blue sky? You can follow me at tom.tom.bsky.social. The show's on blue sky, too, at onlyfunsurvivorpod.bsky.social. On YouTube, the only fun Survivor podcast, which somebody got mad at because we complained too much. But guess what? This one was all positive. We said, oh, Survivor China, perfect show. Great fun challenges. The Traders, also good, even though they did too many episodes one week. Quope's Quiz was, well, Quope's Quiz was bad. Also, we I... were kind of negative with Quope's Quiz. I think complaining is fun. Mm-hmm. So... Us... I agree. It's kind of the whole point of the show. Uh, sorry. Can you, you imagine if someone if someone made a Survivor podcast where it was just like oh, the whole time we were just like, I love Survivor. It's so good. Every segment we're there just like, so, this was good. And then we don't say anything There were so many of those. When um, the new era came back, or when the new era started, I should say, uh, the Arrival podcast, uh, which we won't plug, they were like, look. They didn't even, like, they recognized it was bad, but didn't even say, look, this show is bad right now. <laughs> They're just like, look, we said a long time ago, we're along for the ride. So if they make some mistakes, we're still watching. Like, yeah, but you don't want to make fun of them for being stupid? Yeah, like, this is the thing. Like, I think it's good that we do the retrospective seasons because, like, it's important to know what the baseline for quality for the show should be. Cause like we're watching survivor China yeah. right now. It's terrific. I had never seen yeah. it before. I have no nostalgic attachment to it. It is better than what we have been getting recently. That's, that's a really good point because, uh, obviously I've seen every season. Cause all I do is watch survivor, but you, as we watch more of it, get spoiled throughout, um, just, you know, being a part of the community begrudgingly. And, um, you know, just Jeff Probst telling you every season who's won the previous 40 seasons. Uh, do you remember Robin Sandra? What, what are their names? Robin Amber. Robin Robin, 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 Robin Samber. <laughs> I, 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 I can find Sa- Sandra and Amber, yeah. Amber Diaz Twine. Uh, <laughs> now there's a winner. Uh, somebody commented on our video about the Final Four fire-making challenge from a couple weeks ago. I wish they could go back to a vote at Final Four. It makes it so much more interesting strategically. I agree. Yes. This person knows what yes, they're talking does. about. More um, ball knowers if, in the comments, please. 
if they want to be a ball knower and write a comment but can't come up with something as clever as, I wish they could go back to a vote of Final Four. It makes it so much more interesting strategically. What could they write? Ha ha ha, very funny smiley face. That's all we're looking for. Um, but we do appreciate that everybody's agreeing with us, except for that one person a couple of weeks ago. They probably aren't listening again because um, they hate complaining. They only like positivity. See ya, wouldn't want to be ya. Sorry we don't know everything. That's a little shot across the bow, you know? I think it's about time we start a feud with another Survivor <laughs> yeah, podcast. This is, yeah, definitely the, the way that we want to build this thing is by just antagonizing individual listeners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People who listened to one episode or one clip on YouTube and then you never checked You took the time out of again. your day to listen to this dumb show that we make? Fuck you. <laughs> you watched five hours of reality TV this week? That's stupid. Not even all of us did that. Uh, our last poll on YouTube asked, what... Or, excuse me, should Chicken return to Survivor? God, Chicken was on this season, and I almost forgot about him <laughs> because the rest of the season has been now. so good. Uh, would you be surprised to hear that 88% of people said yes? Yeah, let's go. Like, obviously. Uh, what could um, our poll this week be? Uh, Jean Robert, uh, cool guy or gross guy? Cool guy or creep? Yeah, that's a lot fine. Of... You, could, you could put that. Okay. Like, he does speak Mandarin, which uh, happens to be helpful. Does PG speak Chinese at all? Does she mention that? I don't think she does. That's got to be... Are they on the same tribe? I feel like my mom I don't watching think the they, season no, where they're I'm not always on, like, they're not on, on the same tribe? They're not on the same tribe. Not yet, but hopefully they both make it to the merge. Um, who's your favorite, overall favorite on this season? Uh, I got to go with Courtney. Yeah, same. Uh, we have a few shows on Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash just podcast. I want to shout out this week, Did You Sleep Last Night? Uh, this is the one where we talk about our dreams. Um because in real life, I was in a Petco this week buying little boots for the dog because it's negative four degrees here. And I heard a little song called Manic Monday. Ever heard about it? Yeah. And I actually haven't heard of it. I've only heard of Marquesas Monday. It made me think of Marquesas Monday, which um, that night influenced a dream I had. If you want to hear more about that dream, you can tune into Did You Sleep Last Night? at some amount of money, justpodcast.patreon.com. <laughs> for a substantial amount of money. We're not, we're not rolling out of bed for less than five figures, except for if we're yeah. talking about wrestling, I think. I think that's the one. I think wrestling... Oh, is wrestling... Did we make the wrestling one cheap? I think it's, like, still more expensive than most Patreon stuff, but, like, not $10,000 or more. So. That's fucking stupid. We probably should make it that much <laughs> if it's not already... Um, yeah, if you don't want to spend a ton of money on us, you know, for whatever reason. Yeah, did you watch wrestling this week is only $100 a week. Uh, I think only $100. I think that we decided this the same way that Santa does in that I think you should leave sketch. I'm just like, well, that's oh. our rate. And that means that they have to pay it to <laughs> us, even if we do a bad job. <laughs> so far, people have agreed to pay us $0 and we continue <laughs> yeah, look, to do a bad job. 
<laughs> berating it every one. listener. Only takes one person. Yeah. If you don't want to spend $100, you can spend $10 to become a four-star fan, and then you are legally allowed to give us four stars on Apple Podcasts. I don't know why more people don't take us up on that. It's because they like the show so much. They're like, I, I, I would give $5 for free, and they am doing it. Um, I <laughs> Exactly. I am looking forward to this next week of shows. Uh, Thomas, did you want to thank the fans? I would love to thank the listeners. Thank you for listening. That's wonderful. And I want to say, can you give people a boilerplate review for their five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you rate this podcast positively? This is no, my we favorite. shouldn't be positive. You oh, should be okay. positive. Give you, us a positive rating. I was trying to give it, and then you had to fucking go. step all over my toes. Not to go all, not to go all uh, Dan mode on you. Is it Dan? Was it Dan or Dave that was on this? I don't know. He's Dan he, is the traitor. Dave is the way yeah, for I got him. Con- I got him confused. But you know what? Dave's ancient. He's ancient history now. So. It's a long history of us confusing one person's name on the traders with somebody else's name on the challenge. Yes. Yeah, or what is this? Survivor. It's not. People think this stuff's easy. It's hard. You got to remember names, but I can't look them up because then I'll have names. the results spoiled. Mm-hmm. Nobody mm-hmm. has it and harder you could, than me. You could ask me, but God knows I don't remember anything ever. I literally, when I was writing down Manic Monday in my notes so I could tell you about this thing that happened... I literally wrote down Magic Monday at first. <laughs> That's not the name of the song. That's not what the song's called. Just another Magic Monday. What is this, Wrong Day? <laughs> that song's by, Manic Monday is by the Bangles, is it not? Uh, that sounds right, yeah. Yeah. Marquesas Monday is by your favorite Survivor podcast. Did you watch Survivor last night? That's this one. Yeah. I always want to say it's a Till Tuesday song, but that's just because that's a band that has a day in the week. And no, they didn't oh, voice I was scary. thinking it was actually a song from the Adams Family that Wednesday sang, because her name is the na- a name of the week, a day of the week. Yeah. Speaking of Till Tuesday, uh, Amy Mann is going to be in town at some point in Grand Rapids, and I kind of want to go to that. How long is she going to be there? <laughs> For she's moving here. Oh, okay. Star of Comedy Bang Bang, Amy Mann. Um, so, anyway, let's do this she'll review. She'll be in her... Oh, did you not do it yet? No, you interrupted me. Jesus Christ. Okay, go ahead. This is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. There you go. Write that in the Apple reviews, um, and we would appreciate it. And there will be a song a little bit afterwards, and you can listen to that while you're leaving that review. Five stars, five stars, five stars. That's 15 stars. 15 stars, then a sheer drop. I don't know what that means. Anyway, we'll be back next week. Um, Hopefully it'll be warmer, and we can say again, have a great summer. Deuces. Sounds like it could be the name of, uh, oh, I looked it up and uh, Hypothetical Hurricanes Wiki showed up.
there's a Hurricane Ivan recently. Recently, as in nearly 20 years ago. Um, Anyway, I was going to say Hurricane Ivy would be a cool name for a wrestler. Typhoon Ivy. Yeah, I I agree. Hurricane Ivy. uh, I don't know. Well, the thing with that, though, is that there already was the hurricane. So that might be gimmick infringement. Might be a little too close. Yeah. What if the hurricane has a daughter? And yeah, the, hur- the hurricane passes the torch to Hurricane Ivy. Yeah. Stand back, there's a Hurricane Ivy coming. <laughs> I can see it happening. Um, there's a character in wrestling right now called Ivy Nile or something like that. Maybe they could combine forces, Hurricane Ivy, and they could be a mixed match tag team challenge team. Plenty of ideas. Do you think the Hurricane will show up in um, the Royal Rumble? He seems to love to do that only a couple weeks away. What are your predictions? Oh, man, the Rumble is coming up. Uh, I'm going to say he's done it too recently, so no. But maybe. Yeah, that's what I said last time when he still showed up. Um, look, look, Shane Helms is welcome to show up as much as he wants. That's my opinion. I want him to show up, though, as Gregory Helms. Have you ever seen the Gregory Helms Titantron? No, I don't think so. Let me send it to you. It's the greatest Titantron of all time. It's, it's, I think it might be better even than better the David than... David Flair one? I was going to say it might be better than the David Flair one. <laughs> Um, I don't want to see him. I want to see M Punk winning the whole thing. That's my guy. That's my Chicago man. Um, that's what CM stands for, Chicago man, actually. Super excited to see him win the whole thing and get everybody mad at him again. He has to play Seth Rollins, remember? Yes, it's true. I Yeah, Punk's going to win the Rumble. I think that seems pretty obvious. And the girls, it's going to be uh, probably Hurricane Ivy. Yeah, probably the Hurricane is going to show up because he already showed up at the men's rumble. He's going to show up at the women's rumble past the yeah. torch. They're going to do that funny thing where they put a man in a woman's wig and be like, look at it, it's a girl now. Smarten up, probes.